You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. And our very special guest today is Mr. Bill Warner, that everybody knows Bill, and uh, we're glad to have him on the line with us. And we're going to be talking about um, what's going on in Cuba right now. And uh, uh, the first thing that came to mind was we all know that uh, Cuba drives on bailing wire, and um, so I figured if there was anybody that knew the most about it, it would be Mr. Warner. Plus, we there's some other interesting information. So I'm going to turn the show over to Jim and Steve and Mr. Bill Warner, our guest. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. Morning, Bill. Morning, Bill. Yeah, let's let's touch on Cuba in the beginning because you wrote that fabulous book, and uh, I gifted my copy to my brother-in-law who has since passed on and he was from Cuba and it brought back a lot of fond memories some of the pictures that you guys took down there so I wanted you to know that your book has been well appreciated well kind of what started it was uh, we were celebrating Sterling Moss's anniversary of his win at the last Cuban Grand Prix That was in, uh, I guess it was 2010, 50th anniversary. And I wanted to go down to Cuba just to do some research on the race. And you really couldn't, you couldn't go there. You weren't supposed to go there. You, you, You had to go through the Bureau of Asset Controls of the Treasury Department and get a permit. So I did that, and through the help of, uh, uh, some folks in Congress, I got a uh, John Campbell in particular, uh, representative from California. Uh, I got a permit to go, and uh, got down there and, and found out that there was very little known about the races. I mean, people knew about it, but there wasn't anything I could dig up uh, on the first trip. Uh, I I found out the University of Miami Library had probably as much information as anybody. And uh, so I scheduled a second trip, and that's when uh, we got in the meat of it. We met a guy on the first trip named Kiko, and he was like a corner worker. Uh, he was involved in the in the, the Cuban Grand Prix, and he had a we were out at his house on the first trip. Tom Cotter and I, and, and Scott George and Dick Messer and Neil Rashbaugh, and we said, uh, gee, you know of any cars that ran in the Cuban Grand Prix? And he said, see. I said, well, who has them? Me. Oh, well, I was oh wow. <laughs> and he had uh, the, kind of the remains of a 300 SL. Uh, it was, went out the second trip and looked at it, and it was uh, sitting in the mud, all the glass knocked out of it, no motor. It was it was pretty bad. Um it was on that verge of whether you restore it or don't restore it. And uh, uh, I kept going back and seeing Kiko, and he had a 300SL Roadster and a, 
uh, an American Sprint car and a Fiat Double Bubble and a uh, a Canadian had a, a, a Silverstone and a shed. I mean, we're talking about a shed. We're talking about a, a, a just a a yard lined with plywood so no one could see what was inside in these cars. So it, it gave me some uh, encouragement that I could find more cars down there. And that's where that went from. So I went back uh, three more times after that. Wow. That must have been quite an experience because this was, what, about 10 years ago that you were down there? Yeah, I had, I'm really having trouble hearing. I don't uh, know if it's on your side or what. But, uh, uh, it was about 10 years ago you were down there? Uh, let's see. The last time I went down was uh, about uh, well, what was, what was the year we opened our embassy? It had to be 19 or 20. Or eight, 18 or 19. 18? Okay. Okay. All right. That And who knows if that's still open or not. I guess it still is. Um, I don't know. Do you ever hear anything from your friend down there in Cuba? Uh, yeah, I had several friends. Uh, one tragically died in a fall. He was... Um, uh, Eduardo Macejo, who headed up the Deposito de Automobile, which was kind of an ad hoc, uh, he called it a museum, but it, uh, the cars are really, really pretty bad. Wow. Uh, and uh, they had a, a, a Rolls Royce in there that was interesting in French coachwork, but everything down there needed a, a restoration. And one time I was down there and they were restoring it. And, they had no way of chrome plating anything, so they were silver painting it. Mm. It's uh, well, that's a shame. Yeah, it's, it's just it's tragic what goes on down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we talked, I think, one time a long time ago when you, when you did the book. There's a Riverside record that's got a recording of the races, and uh, I've got a copy of that. And it's really quite interesting, including the fact that you can hear the sirens from when the time the car went into the crowds. And it's it's real historical, and I, I should probably put it on a CD now because it's kind of hard finding anything to play vinyl on. Uh, have you heard that? No, I've got every other Riverside record. I've got Sounds of Sebring and, and Gurney yep. and Phil Hill, but I, had, I wasn't aware of the Cuban one. Yeah. Well, one of these days, I'll come to Jacksonville, and I'll remember to bring it. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah, the, we could record it and put it on a CD. Yeah, and the other thing is, Joel Finn wrote a book, The Caribbean Capers. Did you ever yeah, see... I did a bunch of the photos in that. Oh, did my, you? Okay. I said I did. Years ago, there was a great photographer named Claude Haycraft, and when he died, his wife called me and said, Claude always wanted you to have his negatives, uh, uh, you know, make me a deal so I purchased the, his negatives and in there were a lot of, of the Cuban shots from the uh, uh, 57, 58 and 60 races. Right, yeah. Wow. Well the other interesting thing is uh, with Sterling Moss talking to him I assume that was when he was featured at Amelia? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a new book out called The Boy which is the early life of Sterling Moss. Uh, have you seen that book? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I figured you would have. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that, that talks quite a bit 
in there or in one chapter about uh, what he did in Cuba at the time. And, of course, that kind of describes the kidnapping of Fonjo. By the way, Bill, did you ever have Fonjo and Amelia? Oh, no. Fun. Fonjo had long reached room temperature by the time we did Amelia. Okay. All right. I hadn't realized that. I'd seen him in Monterey in 85 or 86, if I remember rightly. Well, let's kind of talk about Amelia now. Since, uh, what did you say, you were home filing your nails three times a day? <laughs> and, uh, what, I, what was that? I'm sorry. I, I said you said you were home filing your nails three times yeah, a day. Yeah, I do that three times a day. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm the only one. Kind of Chuck Dressing and I are only two left in the office right now. They've they've got a new office and everything. Everything's new. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. And and this year was your swan song. Uh, if you've ever heard a swan sing, I guess it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, from what uh, I have heard from friends, uh, it was quite an event with Lynn St. James. It was. And uh, we cut back the number of cars from 300 to 230, and that seems to be the new norm now. It was easier to get around, easier to see cars. And I've, I've had complaints in the past that there was just too much to see, and they couldn't see everything. Uh-huh. So we that addressed that problem, and it worked well. Good. I, I, uh, I had a, uh, a number of people come up to me. Uh, including Jeff Orwig from up in uh, Bob Bear's country, and said, boy, is this the new norm? I said, yeah, why? He said, it's great. Let's do it this way next year. So that's kind of what we're at. Good, good. Uh, you know, bigger doesn't necessarily mean better. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. I, I Well, but you've always had quality cars. Yeah, that's, quality is more important. Yeah. Yeah, quality is more important. What? Yeah. Uh, the unique cars that you did, what were they this year? Um, a class called Weird and Wonderful. <laughs> I love it. And uh, the uh, the one the one car that was really fun was Jeff Lane brought a car that it was a full size Monopoly piece. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> we we had some really strange strange cars. I like doing weird stuff. Oh. Three wheeled Davis, you know. Uh, oh wow, that's. And then there, who was was the Davis the one that had the lawsuit and the fraud, or, or am I thinking of another one? Um, there was a person that raised a whole bunch of money to build a three wheel car. Well, he Gary Davis built, I think, some, somewhere around twenty cars before he went broke. Okay. And then he tried to get a deal with the government to build three-wheel Jeeps, and that didn't work out. So, you know, yeah. building a car today, unless you're Elon Musk, is kind of a difficult thing to do. Yeah, I think some of his, hopefully, would-be competitors are finding out it's a difficult thing to do. Um, outside of that, tell me... Or, or, kind of go over all the seminars you did this year because I understand you had a couple of pretty good ones and we did Chevy Power and Dale Earnhardt Jr. came down and we had uh, uh, Brian Redmond from Formula 5000 George Fulmer uh, David Hobbs from Trans, the Trans Am champion uh, 
George Falmer, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., uh, Ray Evernham. It was it was a good group. Then we had the Porsche 935 group <laughs> with the drivers in 935, and uh, with Alvin Springer from Andile, and you know, it was it's always good to get these guys and and, and get them. Uh, so that they don't, they ignore the audience and they just talk to each other and have a good time. You know, the, you, you, we're kind of trying to give the audience a backstage pass to just conversation. So uh, that's what we always shoot for. Yeah, I've seen a couple of the videos of that and uh, of the past ones. And uh, the one that I always loved was the Porsche one that you had. And... Uh, Busby sold his car, and the guy called up and said the parts don't fit. <laughs> That's when he'd altered the wheelbase on the car. Yeah, that was uh, Jim Busby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he told him he had to go to Mitcom to get the parts for it because the yeah, factory. They'd, they'd altered a number of things on that car. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I don't think there were too many of those cars that weren't altered. No, if you took the car as it came from the factory, you probably weren't going to win. Yeah. And I'll tell you, uh, another magician that I really admired was Jack Atkinson. Oh, he's he's terrific. Uh, Ray Evernham told me he could spend hours talking to Jack. Jack is a very quiet, uh, uh, immodest guy, or, or modest guy, excuse me, who... Uh, who knows so much and uh, some of the things that they did with the Brumos cars to enhance them uh, like moving the injectors and uh, deciding on whether going with single turbo or twin turbo for various racetracks he really understood uh, uh, what made a car go and he was as much of the ingredient in Brumos' success as anybody yes yeah and uh Oh, we're gonna all right. We're gonna cut for a break, Bill, and we'll be right back. Okay. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have. The top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. As long as we're talking uh, Cuba today and talking about Cuba and the cars and so forth, I want to remind everybody that we had Dr. Roberto 
Alvarez on on the Doctor's Lounge two weeks ago, and it's well worth your time to listen to what Dr. Alvarez has to say. He's he's a cardiologist. He was trained in Cuba and now resides in Atlanta and is has passed his boards and everything and is a cardiologist here in Atlanta, Georgia. But he will tell you how it is in Cuba as far as medicine goes and how horrific it can be in Cuba. So please tune in to uh, the Doctor's Lounge. Go to our website to programs, scroll down to Doctor's Lounge, and look up Dr. Roberto Alvarez in his interview with Scott Barber. It will, it's intriguing and very informative. So with that being said, let's get back to the Classic Car Show and our guest Bill Warner. And with Steve and Jim here, we're ready to go. Uh, hey, Bill. Steve here. How you doing? Oh, fine. Thanks. Uh one of the things that uh, that I was wondering about with this the, this this last Amelia Island, did you have all of the same auction companies that you normally had? No, and Gooding Gooding waited it out because of COVID, but Bonhams and uh, RM were there, and they uh, RM had nearly a record year. They did forty two million dollars, which is well, very, that, very yeah. Good that was my question. Day. Yeah, what what did you hear from them about? You know, what's going on in the car auction world? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> Nothing. I just watched the auctions. Yeah. So, But you said they had a record, right? Yeah, it was strong. Was there any special car that really uh, caught your attention? Well, you know, that Concorde is so much work, I don't even remember what they auctioned off. I... I I would walk through and see things and, uh, you know, comment on them. But, boy, that's – I just don't have time for it. Yeah. Well, this year you will. This Uh, coming year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And, uh, hey, I'm going to Monterey next next week. There's there's one car in particular that intrigues me. Uh, It'll probably go for a lot more money than I'm willing to pay for it or I'm capable of paying for it. Uh, Bill, by the way – Ronaldo is renting out his scooter. If uh, <laughs> if if you'd uh, want to get involved with Steve on on renting a scooter scooter to uh, stroll the yard, yeah, like at Hershey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steve uh, Moscovich got me a golf cart at Hershey, so I'll put my little. I'll drink a six pack and tie them to the back so they rattle. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. Hey, don't laugh. I've almost been killed by these guys running around in their scooters. Yep. Well, look how old they are. Yeah, at least yeah, at least a hundred and three, I yeah. think. Are they? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, you know, Hershey. There's there's so much wondering about what's going to happen as it, things again as things start to get get tight again with the COVID if what's going to happen to all of the remaining schedule? Well, I, I think I'm the luckiest guy around. We missed COVID with the Roger Pinsky year by three days, and then they lift the mask requirement 10 days out from the second show. So uh, we I think we're the only major show, correct me if you know, but I think we're the only major show that had a, both a 2020 and 2021 event. You are. You, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's I think that's been made our pretty public knowledge yeah i know it, the, the aaca grand national was just 
two weeks ago. Yeah. And they had 300, I think close to 300 cars, and there was no masks then at that point. So, uh, so, somebody said, Bill, that you and Fosse were good friends. Uh, what's that? Somebody said that you and Fosse were good friends, and that's why you you missed all of this stuff and were able to have the two uh, shows. No, we're not good friends. <laughs> I believe that guy's had more flip-flops than a Malibu surfer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, the auction. Don't get were, me started on that. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to hear it either. I'm not a big fan. But uh, but the auctions did okay then at at Amelia Island. Oh yeah, they they did very well. And you know it was probably at, at uh, Gooding's loss. If people wanted to sell. If Gooding wasn't there, they went to RM or or Bottoms. I, so just my opinion you know well there's a lot of cash out there right now if you yeah. there is there's no place to put it you know interest rates are low yep uh, people have made a lot of money on the market they're looking for something substantial and uh, uh something uh that they can put their money in real estate's crazy so where are you gonna put it right yeah oh yeah. i i agree and and you can drive a car it's something you can play with so of course yeah. the car market has crashed before too. So, you know, it, it's it's all a game. Yeah, they, I was talking to a guy and he said that that the guy here, I, you might might even last name is Gephardt, who has California Car Car Customs or something. He's a, he's a reseller, and we were talking the other day, and he he, he I'm going to sell three of my my cars, and uh, it was very interesting his take on the where the. Where the the uh, selling of antique, classic, and special interest cars is at this point, it was it was it was very interesting to hear somebody that's in the business tell you what's going on, and he seems to think auctions are are the way to go, and then online, you know, the the online websites where they list them. Well, I, I don't know the answer to that. I got an argu- not an argument, but a discussion with. Uh, Keith Martin at a sports car market. He thinks the online auctions are helping auction houses. I said, how can you say that? I mean, there's, it's all about inventory and selling inventory. And if a guy, if a guy puts a car on the inline uh, internet auction, that that's a piece of inventory that's gone from a live auction. I, I think live auctions are, are focusing more on high end cars. Uh, although there's been several million dollar cars sold on Bring a Trailer. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think there'll be auctions next year at Amelia? Do you think oh, yeah. the format will be pretty much the same? Oh, yeah. Okay. I think what's happening is the big auction houses are going to di- uh, dilute the number of auctions. They're down to, to three or four worldwide. There'll be uh, Monterey, Scottsdale, Amelia, and, and one in Europe. Uh, you know, I, I I look at the the, the numbers. And the, to do an auction in Paris has to be expensive, and if you're doing less than twenty million dollars in Paris, that costs you a lot of money. Getting your staff over there, putting them up in hotels, everything else. If you go to Amelia Island, you do forty-two million dollars, and you don't have to go out of the country. And it makes sense to go there, doesn't it? Oh yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, with the changes with Amelia. 
Are you going to be involved at all next year as kind of the professor emeritus? or I'm, I am a, a consultant. Okay, beautiful. <laughs> I don't want to see you lose your personality. Well, in we that. don't, yeah. yeah. We, don't, we don't want, you know, you've, the, got, you've got to be involved anyway, yeah. 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 Well, I, I, I negotiated a two-time employment guarantee for all employees. And... Uh, uh, they they got a bonus, and uh, so they'll be staying on. Beautiful. Uh, they won't. We won't be in the same office. Uh, oh, it's just it's it's a change. There's there's a um, cultural shift in the car business. I think. I agree. Is there yeah, uh, is lot. there any truth to the rumor that they're changing the name of Amelia Island to Bill Warner Island? Uh, no. <laughs> no. There's absolutely no truth. <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, if they did, they'd only charge me, you know, two or three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we. I was just up at Gilmore Horses Carriage Club is going to build a building at Gilmore, and that place is growing all the time. And I, I I'm really glad to see that 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 that's happening up there. So the the hobby seems to be, you know, very vibrant and. You know, yeah. it, it is, but don't forget about 2008. Things really tanked. Yes, and I think it can happen again. If interest rates go up, and people can make more money off their interest. They'll do that. If they feel more comfortable about putting it into the stock market, that'll change it. If they uh, if real estate tanks, cars will probably follow it. it. It all has to do with the interest rates, I think. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But I think the cars that, that are becoming the the focus point uh, are not like a lot other than brassier cars because they're always going to be there. But the, the the a lot of the pre-war cars are having a hard time, and it's sixties and seventies now, and even eighties are seems to be the hot setup right now. Well, a car I just finished, um, and I bought it uh, two years ago. Um, they're going pretty good. Is the um, uh, uh, Buick Riviera, the, the 63 through yes. 65 Riviera, and there's one coming up. Well, there's one at uh, Meekum today, a Grand Sport. It has to be a Grand Sport. It has to be a 65 Grand Sport to get the big money. But, uh, you know, even an, uh, a run, run-of-the-mill basic 63 Riviera is now a 30, 35 grand car where two years ago it was a 15 grand car. Yeah, I've had and three of those uh, and I think they're some of the most beautiful 60s cars that there have been. I, I love mine. Yeah. Uh, you still have your Eldorado too? Yeah. Good, good. And I bought a 32 Ford High Boy Roadster from Buddy Pep in Beverly Hills, an original 50s car, Flathead Mercury. Wow. And uh, I think period hot rods are a place to go. Not necessarily new ones, but period ones. Yeah, steel body and flathead. Yeah, flatheads and stuff. Say, um, your, your C8 Corvette, how do, you yeah. f- how do you feel about that now? Because you've had it a year. Well, your, your, your signal's going out. Uh, you mentioned C8 Corvette. Okay. Terrific car. Love mine. Drive it all the time. Good. How many miles do you have on it? Um, that's seven thousand. Okay, and it's just fine in town. Yeah, 
And uh, I, I take it on. What I like about the Corvette, I got a Ford GT also, but you can't go anywhere in it. You know, it's got <laughs> yes. no storage room. You can take a toothbrush and underwear. <laughs> and, and that's um, tight. So um, the Corvette's got two trunks, a front and a trunk. <laughs> you, you can get a lot in that car. You can go on a trip, and you can, it, it's a really usable car. And it gets serviced at any Chevrolet dealer. Yeah. And when do you get your Bronco? Oh, don't particularly well. I'm not into trucks. Trucks are utilitarian to me. They, I've got a uh, GMC Crew Cab that I tow the race car with, and uh, you know it's, it does what it's supposed to do. Are you uh, are you going to race this year? Yeah, Lime Rock. Well, I hope to be there on Friday, so I'll look you up. Are you just going to come Friday? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I have other businesses, and I have a business in Connecticut, and uh, that I'm involved in that weekend, and it's about the only day I can get away. Sometimes you just got to put work aside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, unfortunately. Uh, this is going to take some work, so we won't even go there. Um, what are you going to take up there? Uh, the Group 44 TR8. Beautiful. IMSA car. Okay. Uh, uh, have you talked to anybody about how soon or how many they expect up there? I, I couldn't hear you. Have you have talked you, to anybody about what? Uh, entries. Number of entries. Does it look like it'll be a good turnout? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's very good. Okay. Good. I talked to uh, uh, Lowell Paddock and, and uh, Mary Smith. They think they're the, one of the biggest uh, races they've had, or race weekend. Good. Of course, all this subject to change now with the new COVID rules, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Bill, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. All right. Hi, I'm Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about antique car insurance. Uh, in this hobby uh, that I've been part of for years, not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value. Uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to to uh, insure your classic classic antique or even your street ride, call JC Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, Bill? Yeah. What have we missed in the life of Bill Warner <laughs> this morning? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been to the mailbox to look for the mail that's not coming. Uh, yeah, I did it while during the break. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. And you, you you got your eye on a car in Monterey. Yeah. And uh, you're not going to run out there, though, are you? You're just going to spectate? No, not this year. Okay. Uh, I, I ran last year, had a wonderful time. Um, 
it's expensive to go out there. And uh, yes, it is. Well, you don't you don't have to stay in Carmel, times, you know. Uh, uh, three times or four times with the TR six and twice with the TR eight. Yeah. Now that's a beautiful course, and uh, uh, it is. Uh, it's uh, the corkscrew is a lot of fun. <laughs> I haven't taken it right once. <laughs> yeah, I've never been. I've never been to. Have right. you? No, I, I've never been out, gotten that far west. I, I stuff. Bill, I stayed uh, six months out in Monterey for free. <laughs> oh, you must have been at Fort Ord. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. it's it, it's a terrific racetrack, and uh, uh, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what happens at Monterey this this year with the restrictions that they've had. Some that may be coming. Who knows? It's uh, uh, a lot of Europeans are not coming over. They can't. Yeah, and so that'll be a big change. And the Canadians aren't coming down either, probably. No, it's it's a crazy situation. Is can Canada open? I I don't know, Bill. Is Canada open? Uh, you, no, no. Okay, still closed, huh? Wow. No, we had a number of them that wanted to come to uh, to Amelia and couldn't get out of the country. Oh, it's amazing what what's going on with that. And then, of course, now. With our situation, we we don't know what's going to be the next couple months. I, I, you probably Canadians could probably ship their car to Mexico and drive it across. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, or yeah. push it across. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a lot of pushers available down there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, the crazy thing is, I heard that the Cuban people are trying to leave Cuba. As, as refugees and come isn't, isn't it strange we'll turn the Cubans back who yes. want to come out of Cuba but we let everybody and their uncle walk across in Mexico that's my political statement for today we we, we I'm with ooh. you I was going to say don't get me started but you did I'm it's sorry the worst administration we've ever had and the Amen. listening to the program don't like it I'm sorry I'm unemployed no one can sue me <laughs> no one can tell me they're going to take my company from me I'm going to be much more outspoken than I've ever been. <laughs> well, you, you, Bill, anytime you want, you've got a forum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you've always been so shy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I sat down the other day when I didn't have anything to do, and I made a list of all the politicians I don't like and my comments about them. And my favorite one was Adam Schiff. Oh. If he was a pogo comic strip character, he'd be a weasel. You know, a lot of, a lot of folks don't realize how many communists socialist slash communists we have in Congress. Well, you know, there is a Marxist uh, program afoot. And I used to say the Marxists are at the door. I don't now. The Marxists are inside the house. Absolutely. So we can go back to talking cars now because we lost all the liberals anyway. They just hung up. So. <laughs> yeah, they left. Yeah, they well, going. we don't want them on America's Web Radio anyways. So. Oh, my. <laughs> well, we're all service people, right? Yes, yes sir. Yeah. Oh yes. All right, let's let's talk about a book about Bill Warner and all the things you've done. No. Nah, no. I'd only sell 3 copies. Well, <laughs> let's see. I I now you'd sell 4 cuz I'd buy one. I was counting on you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I I won't because I couldn't afford it. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't cuz I probably couldn't carry it. <laughs> Speaking of of things let me talk about spina bifida for a minute. Yeah. I think it's wonderful 
that you are donating all the proceeds to spina bifida and i'm going to ask you a loaded question is amelia going to continue to do the wonderful charity work that you did yeah, right now, you know, our, our, our granddaughter was it was born spina bifida. She's right. currently in the hospital in real oh no challenging situation. She's um, she's been there a week. Probably going to be in there three or four more weeks if they can figure out what's wrong. But uh, wow, it's uh, that's why we've been yeah. That's the reason why we did the Concord. A lot of it, but, you know what. To have car people around car things, but it was a good opportunity to raise funds for spina bifida and. Uh, uh, well, in the military. Houses. Yeah, you did the military too. Yes, Navy it, Marine Corps Relief Fund. Yeah. Well, will this continue under the new uh, ownership? Um, yeah, we've got written in the contract a certain amount will go to charities of our choice. They've got charities of their choice. So. Okay. Um, We've got a certain guarantee on that. Of course, I can't go into a lot of that. But I understand. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, but I mean, the millions of dollars that Amelia Concor has raised for charity is is outstanding. I I, I think oh, that, I'm losing you again. I it uh, what I'm saying is your charity is outstanding. Yeah. And uh, on top of that, it's millions of dollars. Yeah, we've raised over four million dollars. And that's, I don't know of another car event that does something like that. Boca Raton does very well on the money. Uh, I think a lot of it is due to their dinner. You know, they'll do a dinner with Jay Leno or, or uh, Howie Mandel or something like that. Yeah. That does very well. But we've, we've never, never done that. Our focus has been on the race drivers. Yeah. Yeah, racing, yeah. Yeah. You know, we haven't mentioned actually. And a lot of people probably don't know uh, the the nuts and bolts of what happened at Amelia Island. Who's doing? You know, now that you're you're not running it anymore, who's running it, and what happened, and and stuff. I you know, but there's a lot of people well, really don't I, know. I wish I could tell you. Uh, the staff's in place, and they know how to do things. Uh, I think what. What I may have brought to the party is uh, a little bit of, um, uh, well, the focus on race cars, which which Tim Pendergast is perfectly capable of doing. Um, coming up with the goofy themes, uh, like Cars of the Cowboys, or what were they thinking, or, you know, the things that, that were entertaining the people who didn't care about cars. That was probably the most important thing I did. The, the, the theme and maintaining... Uh, the friendly nature of of the show that that's important. We we hear so many people say they they come and well Jim Farley, uh, the president of Ford, it was his first time last year, and he he got me aside. He says I get it, I see it, I see the flag, I see the prayer, I see people smiling and laughing and having a good time. So it was good. And and evidently he was telling me I don't see that at other shows. Yes, other shows I find to be rather stuffy, and I'll just kind of leave it at that. And and I have pretty much uh, stopped going to shows because of the crowds anymore. So, but that's just me. Yeah, I'm getting old. It's uh, it, it's got to it's got to be fun. It can't be 
uh, it, it can't be a formal garden party, you know, where people are drinking tea and uh, <laughs> eating crumpets. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta have fun. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, Bill. That's sort of what this radio show is all about, and um, whether it's the car show, which does very, very well. Are any of our other shows, our veteran shows, are doing extremely well now, and um, it's because we don't try to have a formalized. You know, I'm going to ask this, I'm going to ask that, I'm this that. You know, we're not still we. We just take what we, you know, sitting around the table with a friend talking. And that's the attitude we have here. And that's the way we do all of our interviews, and uh, whether it's medicine or, or whatever it happens to be. And, and we, we, were, we were complimented by uh, YouTube. They cut us off. Uh, <laughs> Gee. You, you don't do that anymore? Well, no, we circumvented YouTube, and uh, we're now on Rumble, and now we, we're back on YouTube, but they cut us off for a week because one of our doctors, who happens to be an expert on it, mentioned the name Oxy... Sorry. So, codone? Yeah. Oxycodone? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, uh, We're off again now. No, I, no. I don't know if it's, it's your end or not. Uh, I don't think it's mine. But uh, but anyway, we, uh, you know, that's we have fun here. And, yeah, uh, that's, that's, the, that's the game. Even with Steve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Bill... Anything else you'd like to bring up, mention, talk about? No, it's time for me to go to the mailbox again. <laughs> uh, oh, one question. After you file them, do you paint them? What's that? <laughs> After you file them, do you paint them? Uh, yeah. yeah. I got to do something. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, you'll be busier now than you've ever been. Just give it a little short time. The first little bit of time you're... Oh God! This is, and then all of a sudden you're swamped. Well, uh, yeah. Well, uh, it's nice to have some time on my hands now. When are you planning a trip to Atlanta? Uh, well, I'll probably be going through there on the way to Bonneville. I'm going to Bonneville next week to shoot for 200 miles there. And Whoa! Then go from Bonneville to. Uh, 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 Monterey, yeah, and then Monterey back to Jacksonville. Well, uh, all right. Please tell us about Bonneville. What What are you driving? <laughs> a thirty-two Ford High Boy Bonneville car. It's run two twelve there before, and uh, it's Wayne Carini's. Oh, oh, and, okay. Uh, Wayne Wayne was going to drive it, but he's pulled his back, and he doesn't doesn't want to. He may have pulled his back intentionally. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> Well, is it a Hemi engine, Chrysler Hemi? I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. Is it a Chrysler Hemi engine, Steve? Yeah, he's asking. Is it a Hemi-powered roadster? Uh, no, it's a blown Chevy. Okay. Well, I hope you get in the 200 mile an hour club. Uh, that would be nice. Get the red hat. Sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that that's quite a deal. Yeah, uh, we had one guy that worked worked with us. One of the tech guys out in California had had that Lemster. Yeah, yeah, he had that in a Studebaker. The what's his real pointy old fifties car? 
stunts. Uh, the, the, president, President Speedster. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was the President Speedster. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys, but your connection's so bad I can't hear, and and I know mine's good. <laughs> yeah. I uh, have a friend that ran 238 at Bonneville in an Alpha Spider. Yeah. 560 horsepower out of a stock block. Really? Yeah. 560 out of a stock block. Yeah, the turbocharger was bigger than the engine. <laughs> How fast did he run? 238. 238? Yeah. Yeah, a real aerodynamic uh, spider. Do they still do? You have to do two runs? Yes. To, to yeah, no, yeah. I, I was going to go. <laughs> this is kind of screwy, but I was, I was going to run Loring Air Force Base last week, get fitted for the car, and do my rookie test up there. So Wayne pulled his back, couldn't go. The guy prepping the car thought it was the next week and it wasn't ready, so I didn't go. And I did a little research, and there's a road that goes into Loring called Bill Warner Road. And it's, it's for a, a Florida guy named Bill Warner who got killed trying to go 300 miles an hour on a motorcycle. I said, this is too much bad juju here. I'm not mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So you'll do your driver test out of Bonneville then? Yeah. I would have liked to have done it at Loring, but... No, I'll do it. I, tell tell me about the. I don't know. I've never never been to Bonneville either. About the driver's either, test. So don't ask me. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah, I don't know about the driver's I, I, I test. I think and you're stuff. you're limited to 150 miles an hour for the first few runs, and either that or it's 125, 150, and then you're allowed to go. So, I I could do the do that in my Maxwell. Yeah, <laughs> with a strong tailwind. Well, class for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that would well, be a fast pickup that the, that your Maxwell oh, is in man. the back of. Uh, I wish you the best, Bill, because that well, thanks. That is sacred ground out there, and yeah. Well, I just you know hope everything goes well. Yeah. Um. And uh, just another one on your accomplished list. Yeah. Yeah, oh, the, the bucket list. My uh, f- my friend wears his red hat to bed. <laughs> he, really? He lives in it. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Well, yeah. Tell me it's a true experience that, that people go year after year and really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, he has is, he is now quit doing it or retired, I guess, for lack of a better way of putting it. But, uh, yeah, he went out there seven, eight years. And uh, it it is it's yeah Lemster whenever I know he yeah. it gets into your blood and these guys keep going and going yeah. and going. I had a friend in the '60s that took a Porsche Speedster out there, uh, not a four cam, but a push rod and ran one twenty five, which we thought was fabulous at that time. So yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. What's the world land speed record now? I don't even know. I mean, I don't know, Bill. I, Bill? Yeah. Do you know what the world land speed record is now for a driven car? Well, I know that at one time, uh, Charlie Nierberg had the uh, record for single-engine cars at somewhere around 414, 415, something like that. Single-engine car? I mean, yeah. driven wheels, not a jet thing. I, I would believe, yeah. That sounds right. The, I don't know. The jet cars are probably 550. They they ran a jet car in Australia recently, and didn't it go 550 or 600? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 
Well, you know, it's. Um, I, I think it has to be normally aspirated, you know, a wheel-driven car for me to consider it a car. Yes. But you, it, it, your Chevy is normally aspirated? The one you. Uh, no, it's blown. Well, yeah, okay. But right. it's a wheel-driven car. Yeah, yeah. That. That sounds like fun. Well, I wish you the best on that. Oh, well, yeah. Thanks. I wish me the best, too. <laughs> That's exciting. I, I think that would be I'm something I'd... i Daytona. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to see that. I, yeah. I would like to see that once. That's on my list, but I don't know. Well, they've got a real problem with the salt now. Why? Well, they're draining uh, it. They're draining it? Yeah. Why? It's because of, uh, what is it, potash bill that they're taking out of there? What that? Well, what chemical are they drawing out of the salt in Bonneville? I don't know. Actually, they say the salt is as dry and as hard as it's ever been. Oh, really? Yeah, they've had a real drought out there. So that's well, that should be an advantage for you then. Well, I would think it may be advantage for folks who've done it before. You know? Yeah. Kind of like first time I drove in one of the. Camaros and Firehawk series that came in, and they said, "How is it?" I said, "How is it compared to what?" It's okay to me, but you know, <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Someone else, you? it could be very bad. Yeah, but you did 180 at Bonneville, you said. So no, yeah. I did 180 at Daytona. Or Daytona. Okay, that's right. Between yeah. concrete walls. Yeah, <laughs> that had to be a pretty good pucker factor. Um, it's not bad. Is this on... 180 feels like about 85 or 90 until something goes wrong, then it feels about like 300. <laughs> oh, gee. Is this in the car you bought off a of bat? Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. Well, I've done that. Uh, it, the the, the uh, TR-8 will run about 182. 180 also. Yeah. That's, that <laughs> is a fast... Yeah. It was fun taking the bat car, you know. Uh, Beating Porsches and Ferraris, it, it was like we pull in the garage. It was well, there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't heard that expression in years. Shapers. <laughs> uh, I well, what was it you said? Their tires cost more than you paid for the car. Yeah, yeah. The second time we ran, we put a sticker on the back that said, "Our driver's suit." Your driver's suit costs more than our car. <laughs> oh, wow. What's the bat car? I don't know. Bring a trailer. Oh, bring a trailer. Yeah, yeah. what was it, a, a Camaro or a Pontiac? Firebird. Firebird, yeah. Firebird 1LE, one of four built, aluminum front hood. Um, Bill Bryan and uh, Orlando gave us a Dart uh, 305 to put in it. It generated about 575 horsepower. We called Hoosier, and we said, what's the tire good for? They said, well, what are you driving? We told them how much it weighed and everything. And they said, oh, 180. Well, we're right there. So after we finished the race, we noticed the tires were coming apart and found the spec was 160. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't know that the day before the race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it would have given you something else to worry yeah, about. Yeah, something else to think about. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> Was that a road course? That was a road yeah, course. Yeah, the Daytona. Course, yeah. 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 The car didn't stop very good, but it, it handled good, and, it, boy, it had the horsepower. It was, it, it, was, it was kind of fun passing Ferrari Stradales and stuff like that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. That would be fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah we, we felt like, you know, 
Jim Downing came up to says, you know, there's guys here with a lot more expensive cars than you got, but I don't think there's anybody having any more fun than you guys are. And that was true. <laughs> yeah. Who did you go down with? Who drove? Uh, Steve Boyle. Uh, is, uh, he and I have been racing together for about 30 years, and I drove with uh, first-year Frank Campanelli, Brian Walsh, and uh, Derek Stennis. Okay. And uh, uh, just a bunch of local guys who just have a good time. And uh, Brian Walsh's father was Racer Walsh, who yes, New York, who moved to Jacksonville, who had was big in in Fords. Yep, uh, used to race against him in the Firehawk days. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, and in fact, is Brian running Racer Walsh, or is it just kind of gone away? Yeah, he's running the store now. Good. Uh, you used to have um, a Formula V guy down there that. Uh, did incredibly well, and I can't think of his name now. And he had a Formula V shop, and I think he. Oh, yeah, I never heard him back. Yeah, yeah. Fred. Jacksonville's a pretty good race town. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. It's a pretty good town. Period. Yeah. We've got all these racetracks now springing up around the southeast. I read where someone wants to build a six-mile road course up around Knoxville, and then they're going to build a road course in Chattanooga. Oh, really? I'm trying to build a three-mile course here in Jacksonville. Uh, the club course at Opelok has opened up. They're building one near Tampa, so it's, it's gone crazy. It's certainly... I don't know what the revenue stream is, but people are spending money. Yeah. Well, the guys are, are buying 458s and, and Lamborghinis and the, the, what, GT3 Porsches, and they can't drive them on the street. No. Some of them can't drive him on the track. <laughs> At yeah. my age, that would be me. Yeah, that would be me. Well, I never had the gift, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wouldn't make any difference. Well, that's good. Anything else you can think of that you uh, want to bring up? No, I... No, I need to go to the mailbox again, and my, my, I, I have to find a new nail file. Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, do you paint on the side? I could use a little outdoor painting. <laughs> uh, uh, you wouldn't want me to paint, and I don't do windows and toilets. Other than that, I'll do most everything. <laughs> well, I think it's interesting about Bonneville. That, that would be something I, I would like to see just once. I've you know I've only seen it on television. Well, it'll, uh, I'll let you know afterwards. Yes, yeah, that will be interesting, and I'm sure you'll have some pictures available. Uh, have you got a, a Bill Warner website now that you're not at Amelia? No. Nah. Okay. Because uh, I, I, I just wondered with the pictures and things that you've... You know, you don't want to put too much out there. There's too many nasty people in this world who have a computer. <laughs> uh, That's true. A point well taken, yes. Well, if I if we ever get down to Jacksonville, is it all right if I uh, pitch my tent in your front yard? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, you can retrieve the mail. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Save you a trip, huh, that day? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Save you a trip that day. All right, Bill. Well, thank you very much. Um, all I can say is be safe, my friend. Yeah. yeah. Well, and- I appreciate you the time on the show, and I, I, I hope that I offended a couple of liberals. 
<laughs> and whatever, just keep doing, brother. Yeah, keep doing. Yeah. You know, God bless you. Is it is it early enough for you to go back to bed? I know you didn't yeah. like getting. No, out. actually, I'm going down to the shop. We're doing the oil change and valve adjustments on the TR8, and taking it over to Tommy Riggins. Let him go through a safety check. Uh, because we're not going to have much time after I get back from Monterey to get it, get it ready to go to uh, uh, Lime Rock. Yeah. Well, if you see any short Texan-looking people in Monterey, tell them hello from their dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Will do. All right, Bill. Be safe. Thank right. you. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Bill. Bye. That's always, you know. It's a pleasure. It yeah. is. He's an interesting man. He he is, and I'm I'm with you, uh, Jim. That uh, in fact, we ought to uh, figure out a way to do it. Write a book about Bill Warner. Well, he obviously doesn't want it. Who asked him? Yeah, well, <laughs> no. I mean, he he is talking about a legend in his own time. Oh, the things he's done. Oh, yeah. yeah so he's and a, and, he, and quietly. Yeah, that's yeah, the main. His thing. resume is amazing. Yeah. Huh. Humility, yes, is his. He's very humble. Yes, but the this so it's so tragic about his granddaughter. Oh yeah. So, but you know, well, let me get out of here. Yeah, he, uh, don't forget that one. No, I gotta go. Well, we've got about three minutes to go. Oh, we still oh, live, Mike. Oh, okay. Oh down. man. No, no, I thought we were done. But no, uh, no, we got about three minutes. Well. But anyway, uh, Bill's always a pleasure. You know, there's. I do this obviously day in and day out, and uh, I've been amazed that the people that we have on the veterans are extremely nice and extremely cooperative. And anybody, you know, I think we've had one one guy that didn't show up or something in the in the classic car show. And other than that, though, our we're getting listeners from all over the world, and uh, uh, you got you got the email the other day that yeah that guy yeah and uh, people like this, and I think we're taking the right format as Bill Warner has taken. Have fun. Yeah, it's I can't like, imagine coming in here with a list of questions. Okay, we're gonna, uh, Jim. You asked number one. No, you asked no, number no, no. Yeah. Uh, Jim no, won't it's be like here. Sitting at a bar, it's like sitting at a bar, just a bunch of bullshit talking. Uh, yeah, yeah, but but we're sober. Which is better? Well, maybe. <laughs> but no, uh, I think people well, appreciate that. Yeah, uh, I've got to plug Bill's book once more. It's called "The Other Side of the Fence," and it is all the photographs that Bill has taken over the last sixty years oh, wow. of sports cars and car racing and car events. And it, it, it's ninety-five dollars, but it's worth it because it benefits spina bifida bill takes nothing out of it it goes all goes to spinal bifida and we just heard about his granddaughter being in the hospital a week and is expected to be in there another three weeks okay with that being said we can put the plug in the jug and get out of here and want to thank everybody from the united states australia a shout out to Australia and to the UK and any place else that you happen to be listening to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. Jim, Steve, thank you all, sure. and we'll see you next week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.